Hello there. Welcome to 633. My name is Sharon McComb and I'm a certified life coach. Together with my co-host, faith coach Kimberly Bellrose, we share the goal to spur believers to wake up and believe for more because there's always more. Monday's episodes are called Coaching Works. This is to help listeners gain an awareness of this profession of coaching and how it can help anyone with anything. Sometimes you can even experience coaching firsthand when it naturally happens between us, as iron sharpens iron. By sharing our experiences, revelations, and breakthroughs with you, you can encounter why we both testify that in everyday life, coaching works. Every week, On Wednesdays, join Kimberly for her Wednesday wake-up. She shares 30 years of experience, visions, wind words, and testimonies of how the Lord has both led and carried her through her life. With her coaching style that provokes and encourages your believer to invite God to investigate your life, you can begin to believe for more. But today is Checkmate Friday, where we discuss the many ways we get stuck in life, like we're in checkmate. I'll give insight, tips, and tools from my training and my experience to help you affect change in your life. I have 25 years of training um, through being taught by the Holy Spirit to trust, believe, and submit. I have also trained to be a certified life coach. My passion is to empower others to seek out and live in the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. So today, we're going to talk about being stuck in our lives um, because we feel trapped by our circumstances. And I know many people look around their life and they want for more, but they just don't see any possible way that it can happen. You know, when you're young, you, you know, you're just starting out, finances can be an issue, Um, you got little kids at home, Um, you know, you kind of fall into life and living life every day, and you don't seem to have the time to accomplish things that seem to be important to you or big, you know, big things. We all want to accomplish something great in our lives. And at different seasons in our lives, those great things are different things. So to share an example Um, When I was young, I did not finish college and university, actually. And I, you know, I felt later on, you know, I was um, a single mom. I had a little guy at home and finances were tight and education is important to me. Um, But I just never could afford to pay to go back to college or go back to university Or to take some kind of training that would get me out of that rut. And so I stayed in that rut for a long time. Because I couldn't get past what my situation was. What my circumstances were. To see beyond it. And how it could possibly change. And if that's you today. I want to be encouraging. I want to say to you. You know God has a plan for you. In Jeremiah 29.11. It says that. God knows the plans that he has for us and that they are plans to give you a future and hope and to prosper you and not harm you. And so 
we have to really keep our eyes on God. One of the benefits of serving God with your life, you know, on top of, well, when you die, you get to go to heaven and have eternal life, is that we get to walk out our lives with the power that God gives us, the hope that God gives us, the promises God promises us, the abundant life that Jesus died on the cross so that we could have is ours. It just doesn't always look like it from our worldly perspective. And so we're going to look at a few things today that can change our perspective about that. Um, When you're a little bit older, uh, you can still feel trapped by your circumstances. You know, you're in a job that you've been in. It seems like a good job because you get paid decent, but you hate it. You know, you hate every minute of it. And you don't feel like you can leave, though, because of the financial situation. Or you're an empty nester. And your purpose for many years was, you know, to raise your family and to be there for them and, and, and to teach them what they need to know so that they can have a good life. And now they're gone and they're out on their own. And what's left for you? Where are you supposed to go now? You know, your circumstances um, have changed, but a lot of women really face this challenge when their kids leave home that they have no idea what they're supposed to do now. They almost feel like their job is done. And I went through that. I, I really struggled with that. In fact, I really tried to keep my kid at home as long as possible. He just didn't want to stay. But I really didn't know what my next move was. I felt kind of useless. Um, And it took a while for God to really penetrate those feelings and to say, you know, this is where your life begins. You've poured into the life of your son. And now I want you to spend some time on you. And there's a saying that I remember hearing, life begins at 40. And I almost think, now, life kind of begins at 50. I, I'm, I'm wondering if that's because people tend to have their kids later in life. If it's, you know, been moved up because, you know, your kids aren't leaving till you're 50. But I really felt like my life began at about 45. And I started to look at things differently. And I started to look at how can I change my situation, my circumstances... So that I can feel like I have a purpose again. And that's sometimes the problem with the situations and circumstances that keep us feeling stuck. You know, we feel trapped by them. And we're we're stuck like we're in checkmate. But here's the truth, my friends. Life is not chess. Checkmate does not mean game over in life. God always has something more for you. We just need to trust that. We need to know that if we lean on God with our, you know, all our our choices and just say show me, you know, that he is faithful. He will he will open our eyes. He will open doors of opportunity. You know, Jesus is the one that opens the doors And closes the doors of opportunity in our life. Revelation 3 verse 7 says, What Jesus opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. 
And so we need to lean on him and not our own understanding, as the Bible says, right? He will direct our path. That's a little easier said than done, really, isn't it? I mean, when we can't see our way forward and we have to trust and we have to rely on faith, those are those intangible things that we can't see. You know, it really tests us. It really tests us, especially when we're feeling stuck, especially when we're, you know, being stuck in life, feeling like you have no choices or being disappointed or dissatisfied with your life. I mean, those are all things that make you feel down and depressed and a little bit hopeless. You know, hopelessness can creep into those situations. And the enemy has a wide open doorway when we're hopeless. So I want to talk to you a bit about what we can do when we find ourselves in that kind of a situation. Many times in your life, I'm just going to be out there. Many times in your life, you're going to find yourself feeling this, um, this trapped feeling about many different things. But the answer is all the same. No matter what is causing our stuckness, no matter what our situation is, or how our circumstances have us hemmed in to where we're at, um, the answer is always going to be the same. Um, And that is, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. So, what does that really mean in real life? I mean, we can, we can quote scripture all day long, but we have, the secret is to put it into practice in our everyday life. So the one thing that I want to point you to in that is that you need to seek God's will for you. Because the truth is, not everything we want to do, we should do. Not everything that we have our eyes on, you know, for our future not all the things that we think, uh, if we could just do this, we wouldn't be stuck. You know, not all those things are what God's plan is for us. And it's when we focus on what God wants for us. It's when we seek out his will and his purpose for us that we align ourselves with him. And when we align ourselves with his plan for us, then he will open and close the doors. He will bless us. And he will direct our paths through those things. That's when you can say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So what are the kinds of things that are going to line up with God and his plan? There's a Every area of our life has has opportunities for us to line ourselves up with what God's plan is. In our uh, home life, Scripture is very clear about what we're supposed to be doing in our homes. And whether we feel like we're trapped, whether we feel like we are living in God's will, whether we feel like um, everything's going great, or if everything's really terrible right now, We have the opportunity in our home to serve God. And when we serve God 
in the way that he asks us to in his word. So you spend time daily with God. You pray uh, without ceasing. You know, pray without ceasing is one that really got me in the beginning of my walk with Christ because I thought, how can I pray without ceasing? I got all these other things to do, right? But you learn to kind of have this monologue with God, or I do, um, that's kind of always going in the back of your mind. It's like you're walking around with your best friend beside you and, you know, have this constant conversation going on. And to me, that's prayer, right? Prayer isn't some rote or or liturgical thing. Prayer is conversation with my God. And so, you know, you can be doing that in your home, in your life every day. You can raise your children with with the belief system that is laid out in God's plan. We can uh, instruct our children in the way in which they should go. Which means not just teach them about God, but teach them what God wants from them. The rules and the regulations that seem so terrible um, really are instrumental in creating a mature, responsible, faithful um, server, servant of God in our children. So we can be doing those things. We can uh, be following God's word in our marriage. Um, that's always a sticky topic these days. But the Bible's pretty clear, really all the way through it, about you know how we are to serve God in our marriage. Um, and the bottom line is that you always put your spouse first. They put you first, you put them first, everything works out well. Um, God's order of authority needs to be followed in your home. And that's a sticking point for a lot of women these days. But God doesn't change. And the Bible lays it out pretty clearly. That we are to submit to our husbands. And our husbands are supposed to cherish and love us like Christ loved the church. So, I mean, that's putting the kingdom first, right? In your home. And if you're doing that, then you're pleasing and honoring God. And you are committing... um, your life to his plan and purpose in our finances we even when we're stuck even when we have nothing and we're financially strapped um, we need to be looking at what does God say I'm supposed to do with my money right first of all I'm supposed to give him back his his percentage tough tough thing to do when you're strapped Um, we are also supposed to be generously giving and helping others also tough when you're strapped but in today's world we we consider an awful lot of things to be necessities that probably if we checked with god he could he would probably say we could do without and free up some of that money in our jobs are we whatever we're doing even if it's not what we want to be doing or think we would uh were designed to be doing even if it's dissatisfying, we need to be doing it um, as unto the Lord, right? We need to have integrity. We need to be honest. We need to be good to our coworkers. We need to go the extra mile. And I think sometimes, what I'm saying here is that I think sometimes when we're dissatisfied with our life and we're feeling trapped and we're feeling stuck in our circumstances, um, because of all that, we start to have 
a negative attitude towards our life. And as soon as that happens, Satan can come in and he can uh, tempt us to do things wrong, to think wrong thoughts, to behave in a way that's not very godly, to take our eyes off the kingdom that we are supposed to be seeking. So my next, so really just keep your eyes focused on, you know, seeking the kingdom of God first and then expecting him to do his part, which is all those things will be added to you. The second point I want to make when I say not everything we want to do, we should do um, or we can do. I mean, that's that's a cold, hard fact. Everything that we want to to do doesn't mean we can do it. We're not equipped to do everything. And here's where my heart is. My passion is in coaching is helping people to figure out exactly what it is that God has equipped and designed them to do with their life. What is their purpose in life? I mean, as a Christian, we have, we all have a purpose. And that is to serve God, to spread the news of Jesus Christ, to love one another, you know, all those things. But each one of us uniquely and individually has God's fingerprint on us and has his stamp on us for our future. And that comes in with our core values, our personality, our strengths and natural abilities, our passions, our dreams, all those things are, are stamps from God to say, okay, this is who I've created you to be to serve a certain purpose in your life. And then you live your life, you know, according to how he directs your path. But as you live, these things get developed and Part of coaching helps you to take a look at what those things are in you that make you uniquely you so that only you can fulfill that specific purpose God has designed you for. Then we look at your life, even the times when you're stuck, you are stuck in your circumstances or even the, the, the difficult times that you went through or the traumas that you went through. And we say, how did all these things in my life, all this experience that I have gained in my life, how does that fit in with who God designed me to be? And how is that equipping me to start to do what it is he wants me to do? And when we align our, our wants, right? When we align what we want for our life, with those things that clearly God has trained us and designed us to fulfill, then we can start to see where God's will for you is going. And that's what you want to be seeking, right? That's what, if you want what God wants, right, then he will come along and he will open those doors that will provide the opportunities for those things to happen. He is good. He is faithful. He will do those things. But we have to do our part. And that is we have to figure out what it is he's asking us to do and then line ourselves up with that. And in the Bible, in Psalm 37, 4, it says, delight in the Lord. And that means delight means have joy. Um, Almost like a surprising joy, right? Um, 
in what God has done in you. So delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So when the desires of your heart line up with what God wants for you and God has designed you to be and to accomplish as a purpose in your life, then he will make those things happen. If you are stuck in your circumstances, if you feel like um, the situation you're in is like checkmate, you have nowhere to go, then you need to line up with what God has created you to be. And coaching can help you discover that. So if you're feeling that way, or if there's other areas of your life you want help with, you can reach out to us. We're willing to stand with you. You can reach me by going to my website at www.wildflowerwomen.ca or you can reach out to Kim to help you figure out in faith you know what what God is saying to you and she's at www.633-wakeup.com Shoot us an email. Ask us your questions. Um, be willing to explore this, this idea of what does God want for me. Bless you for joining me and for your part in this by sharing our podcast with other people or leaving an encouraging comment for us. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.